Welcome everyone to Jen and Jerry's Waiver Wired. It is Sunday night. It is championship week. And my friends, we are sitting in the presence of a champion. E, I, I, I know that it's not official yet, Jerry, and I do believe it. I know that there's a thing about a reverse jinx, but come on. His players have all go, gone and you have more points. So unless Stefan Diggs and the Buffalo Bills both go negative, or I guess one of them goes negative, I guess only, but th- that would mean the other has to not cancel the other one out. It's just, it's impossible, Jerry. Jerry, I'm so proud of you. Your first auction league ever, um, the Gotham Gridiron District. What can I say? All hail the king. Listen, okay. You might potentially be talking to the two-time champion, not of the Gotham Gridiron District. I only have one other ring. I actually, all the fantasy football I've played, I've only won one other championship. Uh, of all, I'm in three leagues. Of all of them, this was definitely the one that I thought I would probably struggle with the most. And it was almost like a wire to wire after that week one loss mm-hmm. where I quit. I kind of, from that point on, I think I, I I ended up going 11 and three from that point on, consistent. I learned a lot. I went back and looked at our draft prices which is really like a talent is like you know looking back and like looking at a time capsule when you see where you really got value and really where you overpaid i don't know if you want to go through any of that at any point today but it, it it was pretty alarming when you see that you know some guys went for just the guys who went for the big money almost did not almost all of yeah. them with the exception of now we could say Camara because he had the greatest is that the greatest uh, fantasy game of all time uh, no I think actually Jerry Rice still has the greatest fantasy game of all time really um I believe so um there's one other I, I, I could be wrong about who it is uh, I know like there's Chris one Johnson other. had a couple of monster games mm-hmm. I know Priest Holmes had a couple of monster games but six touches I played Kamara last week so <sighs> I am thrilled it just it just shows you too how much seasonal is luck so, you know. and, and I think that's part of it. And I should say right now to everyone listening that Jerry is up by 1.20 points and he has two players left to play and uh, the other, his opponent is done playing. So that's why I'm making this prognostication. Uh, of course, there is always a possibility something could go wrong, but. Um, yeah, they still have him as an 8% chance of yeah, winning. How not, on earth that's is a he you an 8% problem. chance of winning? I don't it's like just, that. And then no. I said to you off the air, I'm like, can I bench the Buffalo defense just to remove the threat of an of a negative thing? Or should I? I mean, should I put in at least? I, I see. I don't. I don't know. I I have to just roll with it. I have to just roll with it. But I'm like, do I bench Diggs with a player who will not play? But I can't do that. It's probably illegal. No, you can do that with a player that will not play if you have one. Why not? Uh, the only thing I'm worried about is if you bench. I don't. I don't know if it's legal. We have to look at the rules. If there's nothing that says it isn't legal for you to um, leave it blank. And you know what? I think I remember in this league last year, I accidentally forgot to start a kicker and left it blank and it rolled through. But then again, maybe nobody cared because I forgot to start a kicker. It wasn't a championship. But all right, well, here we go. This is another, like, we're going to settle. Martin talked about it last week too, after, after our show. Like, we may start to segue into, you know, settling some fantasy seasonal beefs like why can't i bench them and just leave it empty why it's my team well there's just certain rules that that you have to have a starter in each position you can't just leave it empty and i don't know i know cbs like one league i play in that's the case it's considered an illegal lineup you have to have starters um but maybe that's not the case here and maybe it it shouldn't matter well i am not going to jeopardize my championship with an illegal lineup that's the last thing (laughs) that would be like the perfect way to end 2020 for me where it's like I actually win a championship and I outsmart myself and yeah. put in an illegal lineup. Uh, it was a blast. I really, really now, it's going to be hard going back to the two other snake drafts. I will because, mm-hmm. you know, I oh, yeah. threaten to quit all the time. But I probably will. And I, I do later want to talk to you if you have any keeper leagues, if you're already thinking about who to keep. I mean, we got a long way to go before we need to make those decisions. But uh, 
it's going to be hard to go back. I still say, and this is why it is bullshit. I should be able to bench Buffalo and Diggs and just take the win and go home. But only thing is, though, you have a little bit narrow of a lead if there's a stat correction. Right. I know. I know. Like if Brandon Ayuk really had four, right. 5.10 instead of 4.10. Right. Thank you, by the way, Brandon Ayuk. I was scared. Of you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's what I'll say, Gotham Gridiron District. And I love all of you. I've never met any of you except for Jen uh, because of COVID <laughs> stuff that we were not ever in person together. But if that CD Lamb touchdown was worth 12 freaking points last week, meaning Dallas special teams got it and C.D. Lamb got it, I should be able to bench the Bills' defense if I want. I should be allowed to. But I don't think that's a league issue. Um, that uh, That's how all and, – and you know what? One of our listeners, Chris, made a really good point about that. If a quarterback throws a touchdown, both the receiver and the quarterback get points for that. So it happens other places. But that's two people. I guess like you're saying if a quarterback threw a touchdown to himself – well, I mean, because here's the thing: when you're because you're treating special teams as a group, it is a person. It's another slot. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not like CD Lamb got double points, but the special teams did because it's a slot. The so special teams did, really... and then individually, CD Lamb got he did. Those six points. What I'm getting at is, it should just be the special teams I'm, defense. That's it. I totally, I totally get why you say that. Uh, I'm just saying. I looked at Damage Incorporated's team. Patrick yep. is his name. Not gonna lie, and this is not arrogance, and this is actually what scared me. I think I texted you this. I looked at his team and I said, "There's no one really on his team that I'm scared of," and mm-hmm. that scares me. Mm-hmm. I was actually most afraid that there was not one person like where you're like, "Oh shoot, right. that's a good matchup." Right. And then I got off to that marvelous Brady and Evans start. <sighs> I mean, Brady played a half of football and got me 33 points in one half. Mike Evans who then I thought would also be done. They left him in. Gabbard's throwing dimes to Mike Evans. I could not have off to a better start. And then I had to make the awful decision because I was dealing with the, the Keenan Allen stuff mm-hmm. and the Zeke Pollard stuff. So to be smart, I started Christian Kirk and I consulted with you and I consulted with my buddy Max Greenfield and the three wise men, woman, said, Kirk, <laughs> lower ceiling, higher floor. You have a big lead. Go safe. And Kirk did his job. He got me my 14 Dead. plus points. Um, but then the Sunday games get going. And he even got he got a crap game from Ayuk, like I said, 4.10. I'm just off to a huge lead. And then we talk so much about Deshaun Watson. He starts f- making a receiver happen. Brandon Cooks, 25 points in the first half, starts doing some things. Oh, his kicker has like 13 points. All right, they're getting a little frisky. Freaking... Oh, this is it? why this is why I'm done with kickers because this is what's happening to you in my other league. I happen to, to be getting smoked by a freaking kicker. It's ridiculous today. It's just over. Dumb. We're gonna get to that. Kickers, we're coming for you so right dumb. after I just do my last victory lap. Austin Hooper was just because it's a one point PPR league, so like he had seven catches. He was all early on. Mike Davis has this touchdown. He still has Herbert to go, which. If there was someone I was scared of, it was maybe Herbert. Mm-hmm. And I don't have Allen to negate Herbert. Mm-hmm. So next thing you know, I turned around. I went from being like an 88% winner to it got as low as like 61.39. I'm like, oh, oh this is a game. Wow. It but got he, as Herbert low as didn't 61%. Even play, and then he still had oh Herbert to play. Gosh. Oh but my it was like gosh. positionally, Luxuries. if I had one bad game and I ended up, I did, I started Tony Pollard over your boy. Ezekiel Elliott. I actually started Zeke today. Anyway, and he had a and he had a really he had good a great game, game, and that would have broken my heart. Uh, we almost had the Ahmed start. We ducked that Ooh, bullet too because yeah. Gaskin had mm. you know one of oh his, I think it was his best career yards from scrimmage game. And yeah, that was really it. I mean, my unsung heroes. I have to say, Kirk really was it. I started Johnson in place of Allen, and uh, Guyton ended eh. up with a few more points. Youngway Koo. Two mm. points. The guy, and we're coming, we're coming for you, kickers. But Matt Ryan, the king, he doesn't necessarily throw interceptions or turnovers in the red zone. It's more in field goal range, right? When they mm-hmm. get to around the 28, Ryan back to, or, or the sack that knocks you out of field goal range is now, I think, called the Matt Ryan. <laughs> I think it happened three times today. So, yeah, got a, got a small Sorry. lead with Diggs and uh, 
and Buffalo defense to go. And yeah, I just, you know, I, I think for a rookie winning a title in an auction league, I, I hope they let me back in. Um, I think you have to be back in as the champ. I think you are, uh, you cannot be kicked out. I, I mean, I, I'm honestly like super excited for you because I know when we started this pod, um, you had said, I'm interested in doing an auction league. I've never done one. And I was like, all right, well, let me see. So we changed our league from a 12 league, 12 team to 14 team, which made it even more difficult. And then you came in and you won it. So I don't know. Are you going to be really popular, really unpopular now? I brought in a ringer. I'm going to be the one that's unpopular because I went and brought in a ringer. Like Jen, what are you doing? I don't know. I mean, 14 team. I tell you what, I don't like the 14 team stuff. But you did it. And and here's what's interesting. Um, you basically proved that even though you didn't win the draft, if you will, you were able to win a championship by being anticipatory and being smart and making waiver wire moves and spending your budget correctly. And just and obviously, here's the thing about winning a championship. You have to be good and you also have to be a little bit lucky. Like you have to have both, but you can't just be lucky. You can't just be lucky. It doesn't happen. Not no, with the you championship. Do to, you do have to, you definitely do have to have both. I mean, just have both. You know, I, I got a little bit lucky. Just that Brady Evans gate, like the Lions really were the MVP for the last three games. Ten, Everyone, Tannehill I, destroyed them two weeks before. And I started Tannehill in that game. Uh, no, I benched Tannehill, actually, but Brady still had a good game. And then Brady just destroys him. I have some... Uh, do you remember your roster of, like, your bids and stuff? Like what I paid? Yeah. Just do you remember how I you constructed? Do you not want to hear? Is don't. It's like it's No, I past? love this. No, I actually love my team. I still... And if I were still... Because I have it. it. Yeah, let's go. Let's talk about what we spent. Okay, you know who you was. spent the most on. Do you know who you spent Cook. the second most money on? I think it was Cam Akers. That was is Alan Robinson. Correct. Alan Robinson, $35. Cam Akers, 31. He definitely panned out toward the end. Your boy DJ Shark, who scored mm -hmm. today, very proud I know. Of Can you believe $22. it? $22. Mm -hmm. And then Michael Gallup, $16, who had a great game. They played well in the Super Bowl week. They sure did. Too bad I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, Will Fuller for 10 bucks. That was a lot of that value until ton of value. it ended the way it did. Uh yeah, then that really, you know, Robbie, Robbie Anderson, Anderson for a buck was great. Even LaVisca Chenault for a buck. You really did well on the dollar menu. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, Russell Wilson for eight bucks. And that was your, uh, that is how you constructed it. I was looking back at mine, being that now I could pretty much say I'm an almost champion. And, you know, when you spend $73 on Zeke, and even though <laughs> he's questionable and banged up, and even though they say he's going to get the majority of the snaps, you would think I would know enough to be like, you know what? This is the dude I spent almost 50% of my budget on. Let me start him. And I sat him. I spent $73 wow. on Ezekiel Elliott and then accidentally spent 37 on Travis Kelsey. The happiest accident you've ever had. But here's where I did it. 17 bucks for digs. Mm -hmm. 17 bucks for Keenan Allen. That is a hundred percent. And then honestly, from that point on, Boston Scott, a dollar cut. Devonta Freeman, a dollar hardly played. Carlos Hyde cut. Alshon Jeffrey cut. Malcolm Brown stuck around. John Ross cut in week two. Kirk Cousins cut in week three. Like the dollar menu meant nothing. So basically, especially if it's one point PPR, Fuck running backs. I love you guys <laughs> in real life. I hope you guys get paid and play 10 years injury-free. But in fantasy, give me the receivers all. Give me the targets, Jen. Give me the well, targets. Well, I think what's interesting, though, is one of the things that was that you <clears throat> did that was a good play, the, the reason why you got the value is with Keenan Allen, people were worried because they're like, Terod Taylor? Like, what? I'm not so sure. And you were like, nah, I love Keenan Allen. He's the guy. I believe he's quarterback proof. Turns out we ended up with the gift of Justin Herbert and just Keenan Allen exploded. And then with Stefan Diggs, people were like, well, I don't know, because Josh Allen, that was the problem. He didn't have the accuracy with the deep throws. Well, guess what? Josh Allen took about a thousand steps forward this year. And so those two became the two top targeted receivers I believe in the, we have to look at the numbers, but uh, they're at least two of the top five and it just added up. I, I know in my case, one of the reasons that I got to the finals was I picked up James Robinson off the yeah. wire for like three bucks early. 
Um, that's a running back I did not spend any money on. Well, uh, I'm also looking, because there was another little matchup here. Obviously, our Week of Champions, Week 16 waiver mm -hmm. wire contest. Uh, I did not win it. I came in fourth okay. out of 14 with some no-shows. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, obviously, would have been better to go Williams there. Kiki Kute, I should have figured out a way to get Cooks in there, and I would have been in business. Bears defense was fine. I had to do some swapping. We mentioned a bunch of times, you know, when we were making our picks, our must-haves for the weekend, you know, I had Terry McLaurin in there who was in my lineup and then was a scratch. So I kind of, I ended up throwing like Cooper Cup in. I did keep C.D. Lamb in, which he actually brought me all the way in it. But more importantly, the legend, the man, the myth, the, the legend, Cousin Sal, 11th out of 14th. Thank oh. God. We had a very similar team. We both had Deshaun. We both had Le'Veon Bell. He went Russell Gage. Jerry Judy got decent production from Amari Cooper. Uh, he went Edo Smith. I guess he might have been listening to the podcast, Jen. Because <laughs> I didn't play Edo Smith, but good. that was your oh, he call. Did it. How much did Edo Smith end up doing? Uh, 5.6. You know, that okay. was a very low scoring game. I don't think anyone yeah. expected the final score. And no. we're going to go around the league. And recap, I don't think anyone expected 17-14 uh, Kansas City to come away with it. Um, I, I am not sure. So our winner, and that is part of it, not only does he win, I think he wins 5K. That would have been nice to have in the FanDuel account. Oh, I should have really, oh, I should have just, just had you do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it says elevated Nick, and I cannot remember if that's the Nick that we I had on the podcast. I remember it if it is i am so thrilled and excited and would you like to hear the winning lineup yes Although, i would i guess wait a minute let me make sure before i open my big trap here uh because we don't yeah we don't do night games right night game is no. not okay i think it's pretty much official so yeah. i'm not i'm i don't think i'm doing a reverse jinx here but elevated nick and it might be the nick we're thinking of here is the winning lineup in the tournament of champions and you you heard this guy's name for three weeks now, Jalen Hurts, who we got for eighty two. Wow, Jalen Hurts was eighty two hundred dollars, mm -hmm. twenty points. David freaking Montgomery, who you were talking about in week five <laughs> and week six, and Sorry. I was like, oh, Jen, stop. He's been a monster for like the last yes. six weeks. Yes, I know Mitchell Trubisky's been great. Allen Robinson's we know is like fan He's like big favorite on this show. Fucking David Montgomery, another 95 and a touchdown. I know it's against Jacksonville, but he's almost like after like the big three, the most reliable running back in that second tier. Uh, yeah, he and Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's becoming reliable too. This is why elevated Nick, whoever you are, and if it is the Nick we're familiar with, you had the guts, the glory, just the confidence, the borderline cockiness to start David Johnson. Yeah. David Johnson for 6,700 bucks. He had 27.4. He followed up with Deontay Johnson, Amari Cooper, T Higgins, who I almost put in there. And I, I honestly think I, I'm so excited about this NFL rookie class that we get to watch these guys yeah. for hopefully another 20 years. Cause you know, not a lot, not a ton of people talk about T Higgins. He's awesome doing it with, without Joe Burrow. Yeah. And then he had Kelsey, Marv, Melvin Gordon, and then my call, which makes me think it is the Nick we know, because I cannot believe anybody else was on this. I do, and maybe they were because once they heard Landry was out, the Jets defense for nine points. I said oh, Jets defense. Before you did. The six yes, you did. Out for COVID related. Yes, you did. Well, he did it. Elevated Nick will be talking to you on Thursday, and uh, come pick up your five K. Oh, that would have been nice to have in the FanDuel account, Jen. Not even kidding. Been. Yeah. I'm sorry. A couple other things. We talked about the receiving yards prop. I predicted Hopkins had two tough matchups in the Niners and the Rams, and I think that is still true, and he had 50-something yards against the Niners. I thought Kelsey at plus 300. You wanted mm -hmm. to lay down some bucks. Uh, he had the Falcons and the Chargers coming in. He was only six yards behind Hopkins. And I think Kelsey had over 100 yards. He took the lead, at least for now. Diggs, who is only four yards behind Kelsey going into the uh, the weekend, still has to go. So thought it would be a good – although, I don't know, does Kelsey – did the Chiefs run them out there next week? 
They locked I don't know. everything up, right? Yeah, they're locked. They're set. They're one good. One seed's locked. One seed. They're, they're good. Yep, they're in. So um, I don't know. I would take it easy on them if I were them. All right, let's let's go let's go around the league because uh, I do have something I want to say about that game that really, really, really bothered me in that Chiefs game. And I don't think I don't know if anyone else. I I had tweeted it, and of course I got a shitty reaction, shock. I got a bad reaction on Twitter. What a, couldn't believe that would happen. Um, <laughs> and as we look in, Packers are up. Our boy Devontae Adams just throws another touchdown, and uh, just like hey, cousin why Sal, not? if you're listening, I hope I steered you right with the Rogers start, and if I didn't, mea culpa. But I think it's it's good that we started Is that out with an Adams. Did he text? Does cousin Sal text you seasonal stuff? I mean, are you jealous? Wow. He, by the way, are you never jealous, texts Sharon? me seasonal stuff. Never uh, asks well, the other co-host of the show. He was down a certain amount of points, even though he had Alvin Kamara, and he didn't want to be the only person that lost. He was down and he had Alvin yes. Kamara. How are you down? He had 60 points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he had the option to start either Devon, uh, sorry, either, either Aaron Rodgers or Josh Allen, and everybody is out freaking out, panicking about Aaron Rodgers tonight. And it's going around. Like, I've seen everybody, like, oh, should I? I've gotten so many questions. Should I snow? bench? And I'm like, he owns Lambo at home. Their advantage is the snow. You can't, you can't shut down Aaron Rodgers. Will they have Aaron Jones run more? Probably. But then again, they don't even commit to Aaron Jones half the time. It could be Jamal Williams running. So who knows what they're doing? But the one thing we do know is Aaron Rodgers wants to be the MVP. And there's no reason to stop him right now. They have everything to play for. So and just like clockwork, there they are. That's really smart because Mahomes had a pedestrian game yep. by Mahomes standards. Mm -hmm. And you're right. Aaron Rodgers has been in Wisconsin uh, for how long now? We really were. If anything, I get if you're worried about like Tannehill Wins. in the but snow. The, yeah, totally. I understand I Tannehill it. and the Derrick Henry thing. And if there were really high winds going on, I would get that too. Now, one thing I, so I once spoke with Brian Urlacher. We, I did an interview with Brian Urlacher and he told me in situations like this, that the offense always has the advantage. People think that the offense is going to be a disadvantage, whatever, but the offense always has the advantage because the defense has no idea where they're going and it takes them that much longer to get their footing. So when you have a team that's used to playing in a situation like that, then like Aaron Rodgers, like there's no way that that crummy Tennessee secondary or run defense, any of it, is going to be able to put up with Rogers. So we'll see. Obviously it's very early. This kid all crash and burn before tomorrow morning, in which case we won't post it. Right. Exactly. Before <laughs> we uh, go around the league, do you, what, what, is there anything that you're pulling for tonight and tomorrow? Yes. Do you, what what, what so, dogs do you have left in the, in the I have here? some dogs still in the fight to potentially pull off the win in my big money league. Um, but I do need this game tonight. I need Derek Henry to go beast mode. I need Corey Davis to have a good game and I need the bills to have a good game tomorrow night. What I need is about 42.15 points between those three. It it's hard, but it can be done. Um, so yeah, that's it. I if think I keep the bills away, might put up a number for you. I, I've, they I might. picked up the bills. We talked about it Thursday. Mm hmm. Cause I just, I, I don't know who knows. You never know. Bill Belichick, just when you think you like have a beat on what might happen in fantasy yeah, regarding the Bill Belichick team, it just completely opposite happens. So, uh, yeah, I, I think you're going to be, uh, I think you're going to be all right, but the, and the Titans are getting the ball. So, uh, still a long way to go. And, um, yeah, let's go around the league. Yeah, I want to start, I want to start in Kansas city. Because obviously I I love Mahomes, I love Andy Reid, I love Bienemy. That whole team is just so fun to watch if you're a fan of football. Here's what I don't understand. Now, you don't have the one seed locked up yet when you start the game. You're yeah, playing the game. Yep. Falcons are frisky. Falcons mm -hmm. are actually like, I mean, I, you could almost say this is the best that any secondaries done against Patrick Mahomes all year or very, very, unless like they just haven't needed Mahomes. This was a competitive game. I'm not saying Mahomes are struggling, but 24 for 44 for 278, two touchdowns and a pick. That's like mm -mm. the best you could possibly do. I think against Patrick Mahomes, right? Yeah. I mean, that could be Andy Dalton's numbers. 
if you just looked at that line, <laughs> truthfully. That's a good game for Dalton. I know and he had a fact, monster today, but come by on. By the way, did Andy Dalton end up being the top scoring fantasy quarterback today? He may have. He may <sighs> have. It's possible. We don't have to decide that now. Maybe it was gross Mitch Trubisky. And no, it wasn't Mitch Trubisky. Uh, here's what bothered <laughs> me the most about this game. So you, you don't have the one seed locked up. And yes, you didn't you did. know this during the game, but Pittsburgh's pretty much already getting, at the time, was getting killed. Yep. So you know what? Let's run a wide receiver pass to Patrick Mahomes down the sideline while the Falcons are actually hitting and yeah, playing it's well. Not, like, it's not smart. Patrick Mahomes is a great athlete. Do I think that he could catch like a fly route down the sideline? Sure. I believe but why? it. But why? I'm, why? I totally agree with you. Why? why? We already know, Eric Bieniemy. we know you're probably the best offensive coordinator in football right now. We know Andy Reid. You 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 won your ring. You did it. You're going back probably. Why on earth are you running that play? Explain it to me. I'm dumb. These guys are NFL geniuses. I know I'm an idiot. I'm a dumb fan who sits on this couch and thinks he knows shit. But I do know so many weird freak things happen in football. Yeah. Why on earth? What if I that agree. Falcon player was like, oh, I got a chance to tee off on Patrick Mahomes. He's yeah, and, out and, here. and it's cheating if you think that like, well, they can't really hit him hard because you're not really supposed to hit the quarterback. That's not cool either. So like if you're going to put him in that situation, then he has to take the hit. And, and it's you like don't on get the special protection. It's just not. It guys was on the sideline. And how many times have we seen the play where the guy runs out of bounds and it's always slippery wherever the team's standing on the sideline that area yeah. <laughs> where players run out of bounds is apparently it's a sheet of ice because every player gets to that certain point <laughs> in the out of bounds and just falls on their ass so let's send patrick mahomes right down that sideline and let's <laughs> like see a what slip happens. and slide it's only the best player in the nfl on his way to probably a second mvp and maybe a second super Bowl title. but hey you know what fuck it let's 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 see if this play works because we want to show everything Again, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I realize this. I'm you know what? Sure. I don't know. Maybe Eric Bieniemy is, you know, doing his auditions right now for his next head coaching job. Because you know, he's he's gonna be called into some front offices very soon. He's, I think, gonna have his pick of the job. I mean, he should have his pick he of the should. job. I, I, yeah. And we talk many times about what's like the most desirable place to go. And now we got a little clarity too on who has the number one pick. But you know what? The best way to show off for your coaching resume is. Go 15 and one, get the first round by, storm into a playoffs with a healthy Patrick Mahomes and just destroy everybody. That's it. And then you could figure it out later. But uh, at that just, I just, I tweeted it out. And then so many of you who are just as smart as me, fans on the couch, were like, <laughs> it's like a punt, idiot. So what? Like, it was like a punt anyway. I'm like, oh my God. I'm not, I don't even care that they didn't get the first down. It's about the health of the best player in football. Yeah. I'm done. I, I, I put my hands up, but, uh, yeah, clearly cousin Sal is listening. Uh, Edo Smith did get the bulk of the carries, but the Falcons haven't really had a run game for a couple of years. Now, Matt Ryan though, continues like a good game. He, he won a lot of people, their leagues last week with a really strong mm -hmm. performance. He only had two touchdowns with another 300. Very impressive without Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley continues to just like, He's just like, and I know like before the season, people are like, Calvin Ridley, you know, but he needs Julio Jones to be successful. Doesn't because need he, anyone. he does not. He does not. He stands alone. Calvin, Calvin Ridley is a stud. And I do have to say, do, do we think maybe Hayden Hurst crept into the top five of tight ends? <sighs> no. Like just like just on the edge? No, I don't think he did, but I do not think he's a bust. A lot of people were saying Hayden Hurst was a bust. Like he was one of my top people to target later in draft as a tight end. I thought he was going to Touchdown last nice. week too. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think he's top five. I mean, he doesn't get up, land up there with Hawk to me. Um, right. So if you Waller, go Kelsey, Kittle, Waller. Kittle Hawkinson. By the way, four. I played George Kittle this week. I know. I is don't think crazy? for one second I didn't go right to the wire and be like, oh my God, is, did someone just drop Kittle and forget about him? I picked him up weeks ago in the league where I wasn't I allowed to make any moves. Flex. And I was waiting in case, and I did. I started him in my flex. I would have started him right at flex, <laughs> him did. and Kelsey. And of course, Kelsey went seven for 98 in the touchdown. If I do hang on, which it seems like I, he is 100% my MVP. MVP. 
close second to, uh, I guess I would say, Diggs now at this point because Allen's been banged up the last two weeks. But Kelsey really just... I want to know the percentage of seasonal champions that had Kelsey. I got to imagine that's... I'm going to bet it's probably more than 50%, right? It's a good question. No, I, I don't think it stat. is more than 50% because I think In a lot PPR. of people were... I think a lot of people were able to stream tight ends and still have beast performances from their quarterbacks. I don't know. I, don't, I, I had I, Waller in my two leagues where I made it to the finals, not Kelsey. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I The running game for I, I really thought we were going to see something from Le'Veon Bell. I really did. I thought this was the week where it's like, yeah. oh, the Chiefs are so blessed. Like they lose Alaire and they don't miss a beat. And now Bell's coming on. But they're so good it doesn't even matter but that was a tough game um another and kind tough... of a boring one to be honest like i was like come on come on guys i mean i was excited for the falcons though i thought it was fun to see them but i was like come on more points come on more points i i i was i was at that point once kelsey was doing his thing and then i was all set up <laughs> and of course young way Koo had that field goal. i can't talk about it why did you have him going to yes <sighs> It would only been three points though, right? That was that or that four pointer. Was that a forty yarder? I don't know, but the game would have kept going, which would have given me the possibility for even more points from Russell Gage and him. So it, ah, you know, made it a mess. It, you would have had one it, of those wild ones. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what else was a mess? And I feel bad. The Cleveland Browns. All right, but before we do that, we're gonna take a quick break. Waiver Wired is brought to you by FanDuel Fantasy. It seems like just yesterday that LA was popping bubbly in the NBA bubble. It's hard to believe that basketball is already back. This season, Charles Barkley has joined the FanDuel team. Jolly old Saint Chuck is giving away over 30 mil in gifts to all FanDuel customers, such as free fantasy entries, free site credit, risk-free bets, and Charles Barkley odds boosts. And that's not all. FanDuel is introducing snake draft contests for the NBA season. With no salary caps and a max of 12 players per contest, snake draft, exclusive to FanDuel, by the way, is the simplest way to try NBA daily fantasy. Now, Jerry, tell me why you think daily snake drafts are so awesome. Well, because it's two of my favorite things, Jen. Snake drafts and NBA, okay? That's what I'm loving. Draft live with friends, just like traditional seasonal leagues, but it's only for one contest. And you draft live, just like season-long fantasy, but with winners every game day. And now, get an instant bonus up to $500 on your first deposit. Go to FanDuel.com slash WaiverWired to sign up, deposit, and draft now. That's FanDuel.com slash WaiverWired. Jen? Back to the show. They finally went back to Browning. Now, can can you really blame <laughs> them though? Can you really blame them? They, you know, they were missing two tackles. They were missing Landry, and I, I don't know. Do you really blame them? And the Jets, if you really now look at it, two in a row for the Jets, and they should have beat the Raven, the Raiders. So it should have been three in a row, unless there was a game in between there. Maybe I don't remember, but. Do you blame the Browns? Is this bad Browns or is this like um, the Jets? I think it's a little of both. Uh, I think the Jets are definitely better since they fired their defensive coordinator. I think they've come on a little stronger. I think they have a little more fire, something they want to play for, which of course is weird because a lot of fans probably would rather them just lose. But the Browns... This is what they do, and this is what frustrates me. And it's true, they were without all their receivers. That is absolutely true. But there was still Austin Hooper, there was still Kareem Hunt, there was still Nick Chubb, and it's still the Jets. Now, the Jets have a better run defense than people give them credit for, and we've said that over and over again on this pod. We saw that here. We saw them come up with that. But Baker Mayfield... He was missing. He's not there I, I, yet. He's just not there yet. Everyone wants to call him a star, and he has these great games where he goes off and he gets in the zone. For three weeks. And he's been on fire for three weeks. And you get that that feeling of security like you do with David Montgomery. You know what I mean? Like, okay, he wasn't good, but now he's locked in. And that's how Baker Mayfield was feeling. Um, but no, he's just not, he's not that kind of a quarterback yet. He's not that kind of a guy. He can't just make any, you know, and but we saw Jalen Jay uh, Justin Herbert do it last week with no name receivers. So it can be done. I am in two group chats. One is with my wife's family, my in-laws about the Browns. And another is with 
my wife's friends that she grew up with who are all Browns fans. And I, I, you know, I, I'm a Baker fan. I know you give him a hard time, but even me in this group, I just was having a little bit of, maybe it's because I'm the sour that the Browns beat the Giants last yeah. week. But every, every, and, and he did hit, you know, I, Hooper was kind of killing me at one point because he was just getting open easily. But then Baker starts overthrowing every overthrow or inaccurate pass. I'm like, oh, I should have hit that one. Should have hit that one. I don't know why they're having such a hard time with the Jets. That, and then my good buddy, Brandon Tierney, who uh, hosts a great morning sports show with uh, Tiki Barber, former Giant great. Uh, he's a big Jets fan. He is. He's the guy who he is absolutely like, I'm building around Darnold. I'm trading back. And that wow. is the future. And But also in the beginning of the year, it's like, how could this organization not give Darnold weapons, right? Mm -hmm. So I yeah. tweeted out, <laughs> again, I was, in my, I was in my bag today. I was like, Gase deserves an extension. <laughs> and I added him, right? And then he writes back, oh, when's the Giants going to get, Giants going to score a touchdown this year? With all, I'd love to, and I said, no, we're going to trade Daniel Jones for Darnold. He said, I'd love to see Darnold with all those weapons. He has been, from day one, the Jets have no weapons. They surrounded this kid with nothing. I mean, look, I don't think the Jets have, like, an amazing offense. No, they definitely don't. Giants lost Barkley week two, right? Mm -hmm. Slayton is fine. In a, like, he's hot and cold. Ingram's fine. You, you know, the running back, everyone's just fine. I don't think that they're, like, this loaded offense. Then I look at the Jets. Now, look, the running back situation, I'm still crazy confused by. I'm happy Frank Gore had well, a one-yard Well, remember, they rush. had Le'Veon Bell. They had Levy on. They Bell. had Levy on. Couldn't Bell. work that out, yeah. right? And then uh, for whatever reason, like I see Ty Johnson had two carries for thirteen yards. That looks like seven yards a carry to me, and he only had two carries. So uh, Darnold had seven rushes, but Crowder is good. Crowder is a weapon. I don't care what you say. That dude is good. Another player who's quarterback proof. Braxton Berrios. I'm not gonna say he's mm. like the like a weapon, but like. Well, He's, you can't compare Braxton Berrios to Sterling Shepard. No, but no. I mean, they spent money on Perriman. Perriman. And he got six targets and no I, catches. I love Mims. Mims had two targets and no catches. Like, I'm so, so wait, if you target someone six times and there's no catches, is that all on the receiver? Could you say like, wow, we targeted no, you six times and you catch anything. That's on the quarterback, right? Listen, Sam Darnold sees ghosts, okay? <laughs> I don't know, man. He listen. I am not saying the Jets are loaded on offense. Believe me, but he makes it sound like the Giants are just loaded everywhere you look. Golden Tate's played like five games this year. Right. Right. I don't know. I just I this this was the most fun game for me because no matter who lost, I was gonna get to really have fun with someone. And I just I I don't know. I I just hope the Browns don't like the the Browns are not clinched yet. Let's not. No, they're mistaken, not. Right? Not so, even close. They're actually in trouble now because they lost this. Oh, their fate they is dependent week, on Jen? other teams. Who do they have next week? They're not I in the win know. and they're in? No, I don't think so. All right, time out. Sorry. I got to look at this because I, I thought it was win and they're in. As of right now, they have the set. Okay, they have the seven seed. So they have the tiebreaker because they beat the Colts, right? Uh, I'm looking at it right now. They're did the they beat the Colts? Seed. The sure. Colts, the Colts are in the most trouble. The Colts need to win and eat, neither eat, either need Cleveland, Baltimore, or Miami to lose. If Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland win their own games, that's it. It's locked. And the Colts are on the outside. The Colts are in the most trouble. The Browns still control their own destiny and can still get in with a loss. Let's see. Who do they play next week? Let's see. Because I already had this one chalked up. I'm like, oh, they're going to beat the Jets. They're going to move on. Oh, that's right. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh. Now that game does not mean as much for the Steelers anymore because they stole that game from the Colts today. So it doesn't mean nearly as much. The Colts have Jacksonville. So you got to imagine they the should Colts be are fine. Do their job. They should. Although now should that be. Jacksonville has the one seed locked up, maybe they'll actually maybe they'll play get a little extra. And then Miami, where are you? Miami, Buffalo. Buffalo mm -hmm. might not have a whole lot to play for. I don't know. Who's in, who's out of those four? You can only pick three. Miami, Baltimore, and the Ravens have Cincinnati. Miami, Baltimore, Browns, Colts. Pick three. Or just They're tell winning. me who's out. Miami's out. 
Miami's out. Mm-hmm. Okay. We shall see. We'll see. Could be anybody. Any given Sunday. But uh, you know what? <laughs> One thing I do know, Jerry, I do know that today with the Dallas Cowboys win, we gave you the Giants a gift. I was rooting for the Cowboys today. I, what I, I thought say? he must be rooting for the Cowboys today. And now, Jerry, it has come to this. One of us has to win the game next week. And we still need, it's so and we crazy still need now a that loss. we're like, we're rooting for each other. And we still need Washington to lose. Ridiculous. Now we need, we need the Eagles to win. We need the Eagles to win. And then yes. I have to root for the Cowboys after that. But we can both root for the Eagles. So there's that. And um, then and then we got to fight it out. Well, we're going to chill in that with that game for me. Because not. I also figured, I, I wanted to almost start Ezekiel Elliott and yeah. Pollard. I thought that that would have maybe been the safest thing to do instead of uh, Johnson on the Chargers, who I... Mm-hmm. Did to kind of hedge Herbert, and man, I just was wrong. I I I made a really bad pick, but Andy Dalton was dealing today. Your boy Michael Gallup decides to show up at the end of the year. Oh, man, he sure did. Wow. Why? Why? Little Why? late. I know. Frustrating. Trust you me. You drafted them. I picked them up. I drafted them in other leagues. <sighs> CD Lamb continues to just like dazzle us. But now, like, is as a Giants fan, are we gonna? Am I gonna see a da- a dose of Zeke now? Is Zeke like back? Is it like? Feed me time. Is he back? Yeah. Well, the O line's gotten better, um, and there's nothing better than having your basically, uh, you know, understudy get a standing ovation. Right. That's when uh, the lead character comes back in and says, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, there's a reason why I am number one guy." And that's what I knew was gonna. Ha- I just had this gut feeling it was gonna happen. So in this one league where I was way behind, I was like, you know, I could be smart and you know start all these safe floor people, or I could be really crazy because it's there's 12, you know, 15 teams here, and the one player no one else has or is gonna start is Ezekiel Elliott. It's my only shot. So I started Zeke. And it paid out. For, I mean, I still couldn't overcome Camara. I mean, it's not over yet, but it's over. No. You know what I'm saying? And look, pa- um, Pollard did but, get nine touches. It wasn't like yeah. he was totally frozen. Now he had nine touches right. for 12 yards. Yeah, and he got I mean, a target in the end zone. Yeah, it's just... So, yeah, I do think we're going to see Z come back a little too late, probably for us. Another but- stat I would love to know, because I, I and I did as much as I cannot stand the Cowboys, I do smile... When I see Sean Lee playing, I think Sean Lee's awesome. He just has had one of the worst injury bugs you could have as a defensive player. I do wonder what the Cowboys record is when Sean Lee is healthy and playing because he's freaking awesome. My boy Max texts me in the morning. Have you given a look at Deshaun Watt? Uh, Deshaun. <laughs> I'm sorry. I almost said Deshaun Watson. That's how often we say. He said, have you given a look at Deshaun Jackson? And I uh-huh. said... No, why? He's like, well, if Allen's out, you should think about Deshaun Jackson. I said, Max, I can't do it right now. And sure enough, he caught his longest touchdown in yep. like seven years. And it was beautiful to watch. It was It beautiful. really was. It was. But that's all he did. He didn't do yeah. anything. That was his only target <laughs> in the game. So it was truly feast or famine. Um, I, I almost feel like if you're the Eagles, maybe you don't feel terrible about this year. Although, you know, certainly you could have slept walk your way into winning this division. Like all you had to do was be truly not atrocious and they were atrocious, but you got to feel like they got clarity at the most important position on the field, right? Yeah. Isn't there clarity now? I think so. I mean, we definitely though did see Jalen hurts make mistakes at the end of this game. Uh, he was looking really poised and veteran. And then, you know, Cowboys kind of got out in front he got a little, off, made some bad decisions. Um, so there's still a lot to learn, but as far as excitement and what it does for their offense, um, and from what I understand, he's a great, you know, player communicator, like, yeah, as a person. And that sometimes that makes the team respond. Might be long-term, not great for the Miles Sanders stock, but who knows? Maybe those two could grow together, but but he's Miles Sanders has been better since he's been there. He's had much better fantasy game since Jalen Hurts has been there. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I got to say, and I just can't believe that your Cowboys are still left. I don't even want to talk <laughs> much about the Giants. It's now two. First of all, we know we can't score. Okay. That's why I talk about our awesome weapons. Like, yeah, if you want to blame Daniel Jones for the fact that the Giants can't score touchdowns, fine. Go, go right ahead. I think it's more than that. Um, it's two weeks in a row where it just... I'm not going to say they're not trying hard because it's football, right? Like, if you don't try hard, you can get seriously hurt. 
it didn't, and we were coming off such a high after that Seattle game where it was like, Joe Judge's got these guys, but I don't see any fire. Right. I don't see any urgency. I don't see any uh, swag at all. <laughs> Two weeks in a row now. Yeah, well, I don't want to brag or anything, but maybe Joe Judge just doesn't understand the importance of watermelon bashing, which apparently did happen again last night. So maybe you should just send him a nice produce package. Are you lying? Happy New Year. I am not lying. They actually smashed watermelons again last night. It was just the weirdest and creepiest and almost makes me want to be an unfan. Like, but whatever. I mean, whatever. I do they have to say... And I know like the Ravens have kind of been the less talked about team in the division out of the mm -hmm. Browns and the Steelers, but I don't want to play the Ravens in the playoffs if I'm any of those teams. The way they move today, and the Giants defense, again, they're not they're not as good as we all thought they were three weeks ago, but they certainly play hard and they're 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 smart and well coached. It looked so easy with Lamar and Dobbins and Edwards. And he just could, it looked like Lamar could do like that. He can get eight yards of play whenever he wanted mm -hmm. to. There was no threat of control. And it really seems like he's rounding into form at the perfect time. The Ravens, I think are the team. Like if I was a betting man and I am, and I'm going to be looking <laughs> at some fan duel odds and stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I, the Ravens to me might be sneaking up as the second best team in the AFC. I, I think that could be the case because finally he's connecting with Hollywood Brown again. Like, cause part of the problem was at the beginning of the season, like his pass, his passing was like, what happened? Like he surprised everyone last year with how accurate he was and his completion percentage. So that was the knock on Lamar, of course, but he actually had a better completion percentage last year than Patrick Mahomes. Um, this year, not even close. Like he just has not been on the market just, but last few games and all of a sudden, Marquise Brown is back in the conversation. That changes your offense when you also have the ability to pass. And that's what was so powerful about them last year. They could run. They could pass. This year, it became like, okay, they're just going to run. But if he can come back to where he was last year, they're going to be formidable. I, I, I think, I don't know, maybe I, I think the Ravens might be the biggest threat to the Chiefs. Except they the Chiefs dominate stay, them for whatever healthy, reason. They could The only get problem is like, stay healthy. but the Chiefs, for whatever reason, they own the Ravens and the Ravens, if they don't start with the lead, they don't know what to do. If if they don't understand any kind of negative game script, that's the problem with the Ravens. So if they can learn how to work with a negative game script, which actually was interesting in the Browns Ravens game, because at least they traded there. So you saw a little bit more going on, but if they don't get out in front and that's what happens, I think that Bruce Arians is planned for that. And he always makes sure that they get up fast the way he plans the game and then they can't claw their way back it was a bummer to see the Colts blow that game I mean both the Colts and the Browns were my biggest disappointments today because I was all ready for that Steelers Browns showdown next week for the division I just think that would have been a cool game to to watch and I think the Browns beat the Steelers last year to kind of knock them out or mess them up or really mess with their playoff chances so I mean, the Colts were in complete control. I can't even tell you, and I watched a decent amount of that game. I can't even tell you what happened. I mean, Rivers wasn't awful. He wasn't great. He was, but he, th he threw one pick. I, I can't even tell. It just, I don't know what happened. And then the Steelers did look like they have just been on this like three or four week, like, like they're on melatonin almost. And then it just looked like they got a jolt to the system. Roethlisberger got hot. Cause for a while there, I'm watching, I'm like, Gosh, remember when Chase Claypool was like the best wide receiver yeah. in football for yeah. in week four when he had like seven touchdowns in like three weeks? And, and then all of a sudden, it's like he doesn't even get targeted anymore. And then Roethlisberger started heating up and throwing yeah. dimes. So I guess I am happy to see the Steelers like coming back to who they are, but I was excited for that Browns-Steelers game that we're now not getting. I'm in, sorry. Although the Browns have to play. You wonder now if you're the Steelers – you roll over although can buffalo steal the two seed from the steelers i don't, I don't know. know there's too much math there's to do too right much, now yeah this i think that game will still be very good but i wish it was for the division uh yeah i mean there, there's nothing to really talk about we know about jonathan taylor being awesome not a whole lot going on with the cult receivers again and then just the steal juju had a manly ass catch like he in that end zone that touchdown catch was like and uh, yeah, yeah, it was very welcome. Thank you, Juju. You were, did you you were have, needed. Did you I him? did. I did. And I was Good really freaking out because it was like, oh, no, come on. And it was at the end. So it was beautiful. 
Well, let's look, let's talk about your bears for. That's <laughs> my favorite bit. My of bears. The show. My bears. Is Trubis did Trubisky earn his keep, or does yeah. he need to do it one more time and get him into the playoffs? No, I mean he. I think we can officially say that Mitch Trubisky has earned his starting job. And you know what else? I think it also has to do with the fact that Matt Nagy isn't calling plays anymore. And I think they're calling plays that are much better for Mitch Trubisky. And Mitch Trubisky's even running. He's doing everything he can to win. Um, I don't know as after today, but I looked before this. He had like a seventy-three and a half percent completion rate since he's been back. I mean, it's it's he is stepping up. He is showing why he was drafted. Um, the first quarterback that year of his draft year. So let's, he was see, awesome. let's see more, Mitch. Let's get, let's get it going. And your boy, A-Rob, uh, I mean, maybe we don't trade him to love him. Houston now. I mean, yeah. he might be in the playoffs. He might be happy. Yeah. He might be in the playoffs. Uh, Jacksonville, I'm, I'm, happy for D, I'm happy for DJ. And I'm happy for LaVishka caught a nice touchdown. Um, I, I guess we could say we're happy that you have the number one pick. Cause you certainly need it. So you like certainly do you got to hope that, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to be, uh, unless something crazy happens and I hope it doesn't Lawrence is going to be in a Jacksonville Jersey. Unless he goes like full Elway, Eli Manning, like, nah, you know, I'm not going there. If I were Trevor so Lawrence, I would be more than okay with that. I mean, assuming they make some other changes, but like, I think that would be a fun team to be on because you have people like LaVisca Chenault. You have James Robinson. You have a little young blood there. You have DJ Chark. Um, and, you know, I would rather go there than go play for the Jets. You know? <laughs> and all their I mean, weapons or lack yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Weapons. So. Uh, yeah, I did. Look, and there's pieces there for sure. They have some pieces on defense. I, 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 I am... I'm not saying I'm happy Robinson didn't play. I don't know how bad Robinson's injury was. It sounded right. like he could have went. I am all for like, hey, you know what, James? You think you could go? And you probably could. And if we needed you to go, we believe that you would go. But why don't you take the day off? Just take it off. You earned it. You're, you look all like you take the rest of the season off. And I know, again, I know it doesn't work that way with football players. These guys are warriors. They don't do the like easy way out stuff. I get but, it, but come on, you had to know part of why they gave James Robinson the day off is because they did not want to win this game. And and also like even if he was like banged up, rest, it's not worth it. Rehab, it's like not come worth back it. next year. We're gonna have Trevor Lawrence in here. It's gonna be yeah. beautiful. <laughs> We're gonna hopefully have fans back. James, come on back and get the full rookie experience. Except you'll be in your second year. So uh, I I don't know what to say. Uh, there's nothing else left we could say about Deshaun Watson. It's, uh, I, I don't see a way out. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll correct this. Maybe they'll hit some awesome things in the draft. You know, they're going to have a good pick now because they're 4-11 and 11 and they just lost to the Bengals. And the Bengals have that tie. So now Houston jumps the Bengals in the draft, which is good for them. Mm-hmm. And Houston, I think, now is like slated to have the fourth pick. Yeah, but I they've think. given up that pick wait do they not have their number one pick this no year? they uh-uh. don't have their first round pick no oh that's right <laughs> so it doesn't that's right so I, you're just helping no somebody else yeah. yeah i mean like it yeah there's no way out they're trouble that's indefensible they have to spend a lot of money or something i don't know what they're going to do i don't know what they're going to do <sighs> uh there's nothing else to really say uh Brandon Cook scared the bejesus out of me because he had like 125 <laughs> yards at halftime and single-handedly almost brought this dude, Patrick, back in from, from the dead. Mr. Joe Burrow, come back soon. We miss you. T and Tyler will be waiting for you. I don't know what the Bengals should do. And I know like there's like a running back. You don't really need him thing. And I know they got Joe Mixon. Like I, I don't know what they do in the draft, but not a bad gig over there. In Cincinnati, I think there's a lot to look forward to if you're the Bengals. There's a lot of weapons there and a lot of excitement. And yeah, they just need Joe Burrow back. They're going to be fine. Okay, Jen, how, what odds did you give the Chargers of winning by a field goal when they were up 19 to 16 with, I don't know, 15 seconds left and no timeouts left? Like, this is like the way it goes. Like, I thought they were still going to lose. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I tell. I mean, they they are absolutely epic at losing. Um, I mean, I, they they lose in truly impossible to lose situations. They're the best. I I ask back and forth. Like I, I think I've even asked you, and this is a tough one to answer. Like Drew Locks, the guy. He's in a lot of people yeah. are. Yeah, I mean, another two interceptions, zero touchdowns against the Chargers. Uh, he's the guy. John Elway <sighs> likes him. That's why they went out and got him all the weapons. They're gonna give him. They're gonna give him. Would you rather have John Elway or Sam Darnold? I'm sorry. Would you rather have have John Elway or Sam Darnold? I think you'd rather Drew Lock or Sam. Drew Lock. By the way, give me John Elway over all three of them right now. Tell Elway right now today. Well, yeah, we'll call Rod Smith. We'll call Rod Smith up right now and uh, we'll run it. No, would I rather have Drew Lock or Sam Darnold? Mm -hmm. I think I'd rather. This is this is gonna pain me. I think I'd rather have Sam Darnold. Why? I, I, I Drew Locke throws a lot of interceptions. He can learn, and he's got a big arm, and he can come back from deficits. He can lead a team to a win. Sam Darnold can't. All right, I, I, I may, I may. Lean. That's actually a really good question. If you were, if you were, uh, Darnold you is a choice, year ahead. Or also, he's Darnold. a year ahead of Locke yes. as far as development. So, you know. Well, I know who we would all rather have, and that's Justin Herbert. I thank yes. you, Justin Herbert, because that was like the exact game I needed from you. You played just well enough to win your own game, and you locked up Rookie of the Year, and you added another win onto your record. You got six wins now, so no longer can they say, oh, you can't figure out how to win a game. Great. And I was playing you in fantasy, and you were just like, right there, you were fine. He can't blame, the other guy can't blame you either. Can't say, Herbert, shit to bed. Like, you got your 18, 19 points. It was, it was great. It was beautiful. Thank you, Justin Herbert. Um, very interesting. I don't know if Anthony Lynn keeps the job, but uh, there's, a, there's, there's a lot going on over there. Do we ha- I don't want to talk about your Cowboys ever okay. again. Uh, we're skipping over that. Um, wow. The Panthers did us a solid. You're not going to talk about... The extraordinary we, effort from the Cowboys. We talked about them enough. All right. Uh, okay, let's fine. talk about the effort we got from the Carolina Panthers. Okay. That was exactly, if you're an NFC East fan, that was exactly what you needed. Do you know who's been an absolute stud for like the last four weeks, pretty much? And then I was worried about him once Gibson came back and he was fantastic. JD McKissick. Yeah. Cause he gets the check downs. Um, and Alex Smith checked down King. So we thought it would stop with Dwayne Haskins, but then Dwayne Haskins came and did the same thing. So. And then Heineken, not, not Heineken. Heineken. <laughs> Heineke. Heineke. Uh, yeah. He, I mean, he came in for a minute there. I was like, oh man, this dude's frisky. There was a couple of drops on some deep balls. He came in, looked a little frisky. Like there's a really good chance that Washington is going to be in the playoffs, right? And this is now like the third time they've had to bench their starting quarterback in one way or another. So I guess I guess you really figure it out next week. What I'm what I want to know is like, at what point with Haskins, if you're playing next week and it's not working, to be like, give me Heineke, <laughs> give me Heineke. I need a Heineken. Ryan, honestly, I we talk about Coach of the Year all the time on this show. Um, Stefanski was the favorite going in. Uh, I think it's I think it's Ron Rivera now. I think it could be. Can you give it to a losing record coach? No, I don't think so. Or maybe it then ends up being if if the Dolphins if he, beat the Bills and go eleven and five, right. then maybe it should be Flores. Yeah, I mean Flores. What was interesting about Flores is him not hesitating to put in the right quarterback to win that game. Like I think what you saw was like we're gonna it's win, insane. and I think that's good. I, I mean. In a way, you so have an like, amazing you know baseball you background. He's like pulling out pit. He's like, yeah. give me the, give me the beard. It's exactly. Beard. He's <laughs> totally like, is. He's like, he, it's almost uh, like you want to see him make the walkout like a manager in baseball mm-hmm. and like take the ball away. Like he really is. Yeah, he's. Yep. I, I was like, I'm going to the pen to see yep. those odds because um, my Andy Reid 1200 to one I think is officially faded into the night. But the Panthers did us a favor and super fun to watch. And Robbie Anderson, you know, had finally got in the end zone, which you didn't have to see. I, I saw it say too, he was like third in the league in yards after the catch. Uh, you got him for a buck, Jen. Yeah. Steal of the draft, potentially. Uh, and now we we go with the 
I not only do I not know what to do in fantasy with this team, I, I don't even know what to do in NFL. Like, what are we thinking about with the Rams? I really, really, by the way, Aaron Rodgers just threw his third touchdown, uh, second to Devontae Adams. As cousin Sal texted you, thanks. You Not know, yet. Sal, you don't even text me. By the way, I would have no. totally told Sal to start Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Sal, no, you got to start Josh Allen. He's no, no, no. I have digs. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, Yeah. No. Uh, you want to talk about weapons? About? The yeah. Rams. You want to talk about weapons? Oh, they, tons they have... of weapons. I, I couldn't believe it. I honestly couldn't. I couldn't believe how much they choked today. Um, they had no excuses. It was a pathetic game and there are weapons everywhere. As you said, Jared Goff didn't look good. And, uh, I, I know you're without cam Akers, but come on, you've been playing without cam Akers most of the season. Yeah. There's like officially and, and with fantasy too. Cause you know, I, I even start thinking about keepers and I, mm -hmm. I even start to think about what, like, not only with my own team, like what teams have keepers. Like you look at the, the Seahawks, obviously, Metcalf is a keeper. Uh, some might argue Russell Wilson is, depending on your team. I don't know if you keep any quarterback really at this point, but whatever depends on your. You league. keep I look Justin at the, Herbert if you got him for a dollar and you get to keep the salary. Then you keep. Right. That's when you keep. So it's about. Value. I look at the Rams and offensively, you could have made the argument at the beginning of the year for you know Cam Akers. You paid a lot of money for mm -hmm. Cam in auction, and you know what? I, there's just I don't know and. Who said it today? I don't know if I saw it on Twitter or if someone said it during the game or whatever, but like, are they going to be moving on from, I don't know if they can move on from golf, but are they going to be looking at quarterbacks in the I future? mean, they've been talking about that, whispering about that for a year or two now. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think they should maybe at least consider doing what Philadelphia did and getting a Jalen Hurts type to be studying, if you will. Yeah, because I'm thinking like, what do the Rams look like with like Taysom Hill? Are they like significantly better? I'm not sure that or they Jalen would be. Or Jalen Hurts. I'm or not sure. Jalen Hurts. Yes, with Jalen Hurts, they they may be. But again, it's so hard to separate for me the talent of Goff and the play calling of Sean McVay and how brilliant he thinks he is and just wonder, you know, is it the play calling? Is it the – because he, he – does really random things. I'm not sure that we can put all of this just on. I mean, Listen, the game plan. I was was Garrett back today for the Giants. I don't even know. I think he was. The Giants ran a 40 yard screen pass. <laughs> I'm talking like they rolled Daniel Jones to the right, and then he threw back across the field 40 yards on a straight line across the field to a wide receiver. The announcers even like that. I've never seen a 40 yard screen pass where the quarterback had to throw it 40 yards. <laughs> the ball is in the air 40 yards. It wasn't, oh, he gained 40 yards. The quarterback had to throw it 40 yards to execute the screen pass. That was, uh, that was brand new. Yeah. I'd be really curious to see now the Rams are, I mean, it was wide open for them and they'll probably still be fine. But uh, I mean, they pretty much handed the division to the Seahawks, but you also give props to Seattle's defense, I guess, you know, like they're certainly getting healthy. They are. And showing up at the right they time. Are. And uh, Russell didn't have a monster game, but he was able to make some key passes. And that is it for Sunday. Jen, you you didn't show up to where I needed to our, we, we had a date planned in the Super Bowl. Oh, I was there. I know. I had my tux on. And you didn't show up. You stood me up. You stood me up. I know I failed. I'm a loser, Jerry. What can I say? No, no, no. Uh, I will be it's rooting bummer. for Henry. Um, and it's not for going Corey. well. It's not going well, unfortunately. Sadly, I, I've been keeping my eye over here, and I'm, I'm about to start, you know, my sad swan song. I know. Can well, the good it? news is, Jen, in like three months, <laughs> baseball will be here. I know. <laughs> baseball Woo! will be back. Yes. Pitchers and catchers Pitchers reporting and catchers in report. what, three months? Yeah, less. <laughs> oh, God. You're going to get me into fantasy baseball. <gasps> Come oh, on. No. You know you want to. I'm in two fantasy wanna. basketball leagues. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. Oh, it's 20. It's 2020. Well, it won't be for a long, but what else do you got to do? This is the way of the future. This is the do. future. There's not. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for stuff to do. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Truly, I thank you for getting me now even more so into that auction lead. Uh, please, Bills and Stefan Diggs, just just don't 
do anything crazy. All right. Just get a couple of points here or there. Stay safe, win the game, and get ready for the playoffs. Um, we're gonna be back on Thursday. Obviously, we know the seasonal stuff is gonna be pretty much a wash. You should not, I repeat, you should not be in a seasonal that matters in week 17. That's right. Um, maybe Correct. we figure out. I want to do a couple of segments where we really try to make like the perfect fantasy league, like the perfect rules, the perfect positions, the perfect scoring. Like I really want to make the perfect league and uh, maybe there's a few disputes we need to settle. And then I think we got to get you going on the props because you're on fire. Mm. Piacenti. We hit four of our five props uh, last week that we gave out. We got the 80%. Um, yeah. No. So uh, we've given out eight props. We've gone seven for eight. I don't know if we can keep it this rate, but it's fun so far. Can you please keep saying we? Yeah. That <laughs> makes it feel like I have done any. I have not given out a prop yet other than like I said, take Travis Kelsey to to win the receiving title. Uh, I think we got to do Piacenti's props. All right. I will I will look into the props for the next and hopefully we'll keep our string going. It was, an, it was a great year. It has yeah. not even hit me. Uh, it's not but, completely um, over yet. Seasonal, right? It won't be official, official till Thursday. So we'll proclaim it officially on Thursday. We'll proclaim it officially on yeah. Thursday. And uh, do they Venmo in this Gotham Gridiron district? Do yes, they do. They Venmo. You know what? You Very, will get paid. The gentleman, the gentleman who runs it, Steve Cosolino. Steve, so efficient. Like so, so good. many times with fantasy leagues, like you get the emails. It's like, wait a minute, what time? Mm -hmm. And they change the date, and you don't know how much it is. Nope. He is like mm -hmm. on it. Runs it the so way he's I'll supposed to. So I will expect a timely Venmo. By the way, Steve Cosolino <laughs> is on a show called New York by Design. He's one of the design judges. He's a brilliant designer in New York. And you guys should check it out because it's a really cool show. And check out Steve Cosolino because he's our commish. So whenever you hear us complaining or getting excited, that's that's the guy in charge. I have nothing to complain about other than <laughs> C.D. Lamb got a 12-point touchdown. But outside of that, he runs a fantastic league, and we appreciate you, Kamish. And uh, we will be back on Thursday, Jen. <laughs> Thank you very much for including me. You're welcome. And uh, as we sign off, can you just say a little prayer for Derrick Henry? Got my fingers crossed for you. Uh, good luck to all of you that have to sweat out the Monday night, and we'll see you Thursday.